censor myself so much. You do? Yes. <laughs> oh, I do. You know how terrible I am. Terrible meaning good. Golden Goldenrod has been retired to Valhalla. <gasps> Why? It worked. It was, it was sounding funny. It was like not sounding good. We couldn't. Oh, it, it wasn't it good. Was, it was crackling, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was, it was no, having it was, issues. I got that feedback. It was all like tinny, right? Is that what you said? My word was tinny. It was tinny. Yeah. So I, yes. I can tell that. So in my, yeah. In my headphones. So now I'm, I have a mic. I'm just like you guys now. Do I need to put headphones on or no. am I okay? You don't no. have to, no. Okay. Only only losers. I mean, you don't, want to must, you don't want to muss your hair. I mean, you know, That's, get it. well. Get it, you know. Fairly, fairly but you are, difficult. As you retire the golden EIB microphone, yes. do you refer to it as the golden EIB Sometimes, microphone? Sometimes, yes. Or golden rod or gold finger or gold member. Golden boy. Golden boy. Gold. It could be golden boy. So, yeah. That would be more neutral than, yeah. than EIB, golden EIB. You know, yeah, people. Yeah. And when I, t- I mean, I, t- I did get that. it though, because I mean, I did. I grew up, I mean, in college, I first started listening to Rush and thought he was great. And I think he saved an entire medium uh, in AM radio. And yeah, at the end there, well, probably before the end, but yeah, he had some issues. But uh now again, he's he was he's one of the greatest broadcasters who ever walked the face of the earth. Besides the oxycotton, and besides his nicotine stained, his previously nicotine stained. Well, fingers. and that's the thing. He he still smokes cigars. Cigars don't have nicotine. Oh, they have a ton. Well, then he still smokes cigars. So why he, he always used to say that? But he, you every time you saw pictures of him playing golf, he always had a big old stogie. So not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm sure, Bob. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just self conscious sitting here in this chair because. I don't think my, you know, my, my profile does not work as well in this spot as Ashley, who is normally here. Ash, I, or, or Brittany. Either one. It, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, when, you, Most when, you, when you're kind of turned more this way, it's not so bad. But when you go, when you, when, when, when you show, I'm like, uh. Well, but, well, uh, you know, like, the, yes, this the was heck? referred to in chats earlier when found out you with the three of us it was as a sausage fest. So, <laughs> so, but truth be told. Men and women alike prefer Ashley and Brittany over people like me. <laughs> here, same here, same. So, so David had a, a very interesting interview on Wednesday and wrote a very interesting story that ran uh, Thursday morning, as we record this Thursday afternoon, in which we had the most senior alder, the city council's uh, highest-ranking senior alderman, call for the mayor to resign. Um, that's generally a news would be a news story in most cities, and we felt it was a news story. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Maybe yeah. some people who are who claim to be in the media business around here didn't think so, but hey, that's okay. We'll we'll be happy to do it with our journalistic bona fides or that's, bona fides. It's a huge story, especially yeah. Yeah. the things that he said. Well, yeah, that Farha said. Yes. I said in the green room that uh, I don't always like what um, Farha the alderman says about us downtown folk, but I mostly agree with a lot of the things that he's talking about. So, David, can I say one thing about, so in the article that you wrote, if anybody hasn't watched or uh, read that article that you wrote, they should right now, should stop what they're doing and read I'll, it. I'll link, I'll also link it to this podcast link it. too. So. so he said something like, okay, infrastructure, we're mm-hmm. going to spend 6 million on infrastructure. Right. And, then it, and then it kind of begged the question, what are we going to get for 6 million? So a number of years ago, and I'm, and I'm quoting the article di- right. directly, that you can get a road done, a street done for 75 to 150K. And so now we know. Well, no, I, I believe the, the the price range he put it in was about 150, 175,000. Oh, is that what it is? Back the, you know, 
back then. He didn't. He he had a fairly wide window. It was five to fifteen years ago. You could do a street for one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Now he's saying that it's going to cost you seven hundred and fifty thousand to one point two million. And what's up with that? Of all the things that he brought up, that was probably the one that I went. Wait a second. Everything costs more. Yep. You can't tell me that anybody is doing business at the same with the same cost that they were doing it five, five or fifteen years ago. So, you know, have I ever have I looked at what is needed to repair a street to know what what goes into it? No, I haven't. But to say that, it, let, let's just make it simple. To go from two hundred grand. The seven hundred fifty grand—that's eh, that's a pretty big jump. But I don't know, if, you know, how long ago was it that you could that you could do a street for two hundred thousand dollars? Plus, I think every street that the city is doing, aren't they uh, uh, basically putting in all new? They're putting in all the uh, sewer, and, sewer, yeah. and everything's being replaced. So yeah. everything's going to cost exponentially more because of that sure. as well because they know it needs to be done so while we've torn up this street let's just put all that stuff in new as well so that yeah i, I mean i know you're not getting as many streets done for the amount of money that you're spending but i think that's um without sitting down and talking to somebody who can show me the you know the price breakdown that didn't surprise me that much Six million was the number that mm -hmm. kind of came out in the budget, right? That's for what he said. for mm -hmm. infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And so back to Far Farha's point, um, how much street can you get done for six million these days? <sighs> Considering what we know about Quincy Street. So Broadway right now, not impressive. Well, I, mean, there's I, I a think lot there's of, a difference between. But that's a state. That's a yeah, state. That, in your fancy schmancy promenade getting in that six million? It's like 15 million now. I Ooh. think the price keeps on going up. <laughs> Lord, to to your point. So, well, keep that thought. No, okay, I think yeah. the promenade's great. I was no, just poking fun at him. No, you should. You should, uh, because a well a well adjusted man can poke fun <laughs> at himself. Here, here. Okay, so if the promenade's four point four million, granted, um, there's massive infrastructure, water lines being relayed, and half right. of that came from the feds down to the state, back down to us that we mm -hmm. applied for for a grant, but it doesn't matter. A project that costs four point four million dollars, or a roundabout that costs four million dollars, into Farhas Point. Oh, we've got six million in the budget for infrastructure. Nothing. I mean, that doesn't do anything, well, right? If, and, 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 I remember the last the last time I saw a, a list of streets that needed to be done. I want to say I, I I thought I saw there were a list of about ten streets, you know, maybe a, a block or city, you know. You know, without going without without going down a different road, you were talking about Broadway not being an impressive. I'm like, okay, now there's roads that, yeah, it'd be nice if you could redo them, and then there's roads that you go, oh my gosh, this really needs to be redone. I know for me, yes, it's part of my my work drive in here, but Hampshire, from 10th to about sixth, yes, is. I haven't seen a road worse than that around town. I mean, I mean I, from 10th to 8th is bad. 10th to 8th is bad. 8th to 6th, and 10th and, and to 8th is on the city's list, for mm -hmm. I think, for next year. But keep on going, sister. 
I mean, because it's terrible from, you know, and then basically I kind of, you know, at, at sixth, I'm kind of done. I'm, I'm here at, the, at, at, at our offices. Yeah. But again, you know, without talking to somebody, without talking to uh, the, those companies that build those roads, you know, I, I just thought Farha's comments were, there, there needed to be a little bit more meat to it. You know, he just sort of threw out some generalities without, you know, you know, well, it used to cost 175000 How long ago, what did it used to cost $175,000? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the time reference that he was able to put there. I, I was able to listen while David was interviewing um, Alderman Farha, and uh, all I could think of the entire time of Leslie was Frank Costanza. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Airing the grievances. Aaron. <laughs> I got problems with you people. <laughs> it was just like, wow. Well, yeah. I mean, really, to be honest, I mean, the, and, and, and Alderman Farha would, would, would uh, you know, I think would confirm this. Um, we had learned earlier in the morning that um, Alderman Farha had resigned from the committees that he serves as chairman for. All of them. And your eyes lit up. It was like, oh, wow. Well, we just had this budget no vote, and now Farha says i don't want to be on these committees i probably should call him and say hey what what are you thinking and um so i recorded the interview at my desk and as we're going along um you know my desk is over there bob's desk is over here and i'm going along and i'm looking over at bob and he is just like wow david's like "Uh uh-huh it just it just it Mike just kind of we got on a roller coaster and we went all over the place. Um, I mean, he just he was mad. He's not happy with the budget. I think he's tired of the managerial style of the mayor, and he decided to be the first person to publicly come out and say, "I'm done." He's really angry about the leadership. From his perspective. Yeah, I mean, I think the roads, you know, I look, you want to start going through the nickels and dimes it's going to cost to do that? You can. I think what he, he was just more upset, and, and, and he reiterated some of the things that I got from Monday's meeting when, you know, I walked in there, and I, I, I hadn't heard anybody say anything negative about the budget. I didn't anticipate there to be any problems. And then when they started and they any discussion, crickets, crickets. Okay, let's vote. Then it was seven to six against. The mayor read his proclamation, I guess, for the lack of a better way of saying it, in which he sort of touted all of the good things that were in the budget. You want to discuss this? Crickets, crickets. And so finally, after it was over, and I cornered two aldermen afterwards, and I'm like, what's going on? And they said, communication he doesn't talk to us they feel like this is being jammed down their throats you know whether that's true or not i don't know but the but farha 
backed what they had to say as well. He was he was in their corner. The the, the two all. But there was again. Okay, so a budget has to, mostly. There's a three readings. So they've had the re- the readings. They've been having the readings over the week. They've been mm-hmm. going over different departments, and the department has been coming up and talking, and the aldermen have been asking some questions and talking. But the discussion's been pretty benign. So you get all the. I mean, you get all the way down here to the finish line where this budget has to be passed by the close of business on April 30th or whatever mm-hmm. it is before May 1st. And you don't get a vote. And you have to have, statutorily, you have to have a budget. So you've got this little bit of brinksmanship here. And it's like, well, that's all well and good. But, I, you know, if there there was a, if, if the alderman really wanted to put together a constructive political strategy for this, if your problem is, let's just say the police contract, for example, say, Look, and that's had part a, of it. They, they, of they've it. said that. We haven't had a police contract for two years. If you don't get this police contract done, and, and this should have been done probably March. Uh, other people say, who would say that they know you don't, any insight If you don't have this done, we're not passing your budget. That puts the onus on the mayor. So then when it comes down to this game of brinksmanship, and they're saying, do we have a contract? And he says, no, then it's on him. But this way... It's kind of on them. They still have to pass this thing, and they cannot be happy yeah, with yeah. whatever they want. And I, I kind of agree. I, I kind of agree with you on that. They they they've had a chance to have the hammer, and they and now really, they don't. So okay. So if you don't pass the budget, well, you have to pass the budget. So you only have this window. So if your grievance is, we don't like the way the city is being operated. This seems like a strange time to to draw the line in the sand and say we're this is it right here now is the time we're going to bring it up do you think do you think that during these readings as farha says what he says do you think it's because behind closed doors people are finally getting close to the end and then so and people are huffing and puffing and but nobody's saying anything no everyone's afraid you know so the question is Farha's the first person, yeah. the only person to say anything. Really, the first Do, person. He's the first person to say something so direct about the mayor publicly. Publicly, uh, plenty Greg, of people grouse about the guy behind closed doors, right. and to and, me, and, and Greg bar Fletcher, or something. And, and the seven aldermen who voted against the budget on Monday night. I talked to two of them, uh, Greg Fletcher and Richie Reese, and their complaint was just he doesn't talk to us. How are we going to pay for this police investigation? How are we going to pay for the, uh, wh- where do we stand on the, uh, the, the police contract? That's not, I want the mayor to be fired. That's just, I'm upset with that particular part of the budget. So as we tape this, as we record this on Thursday afternoon, there's a big meeting Thursday night. What are we going to do with the budget? We're going to sit down and start talking about it. And I think it'll be fascinating to watch. Do the the no are are the seven no's still no's? You still got the six yeses. I'm 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 not sure John Mast, who is basically out as the uh, fifth ward alderman, uh, will he even be there? Because he's I, I know he turned to, he told somebody with city administration on Monday. There's my iPad, there's my city here. You've got everything. I'm done. Well, he's he's not because they they have the signy die meetings on right. Monday, so he actually technically does have one more meeting. So he's not done. And but, but, will but he they've come also to this? but will true. He come to this. But they've also Can got an alder. Don't they also have an alderman who's on maternity leave? No, she's back. Oh, Brianna's back. Okay. Brianna, so that was her so who is the missing alderman then? Uh, Dave Bauer. Oh, okay. And if you look at the alderman who voted against the measure. 
most of them were what I would say the old veterans, Sasson, Rhine, uh, uh, Farha, Bergman, guys who kind of know how the city has been operated in the past and they don't like how it's being operated now. But again, will they will they stand up on Thursday night? Is Mast a yes or a no? Mast is a yes. He's, he yeah. voted in favor of it. Yeah, he'll be a yes. No, well, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? My guess is yes. He's a yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the what I would say the younger crowd: Ben Uzalak, uh, um, Kelly Mays, Brianna Rivera, all voted for it, and they're in favor of it. But they weren't around when what what i was told was that the mayor used to basically say hey third ward alderman let's go have some lunch let's talk about the the budget let's talk about what do you see what do you like what do you want what don't you like you be involved in the process yeah apparently according to all these other aldermen it's not happening well that's also a throwback to the gary sparks days too when gary sparks was the director of administrative services and knew how to have the the two aldermen lunch where there wasn't a quorum and he could sit down and say what do you guys want what did yeah that's that's true and you didn't have basically in that at that time they knew what the votes were going to be almost up and down the line they always knew what the vote was going to be I mean, even when John... You have no idea, literally, almost any type of vote right now, you have no idea. Even when John Spring, as as his tenure continued, and the Democrats continued to lose seat on the council... You know, he he and he was still able to get the budget done. Yeah, he was still able to work with the all. I mean, they didn't agree on a lot of things a lot of times, but when it came to budget time, you know, the spring administration worked with them to get that sort of thing done. And I don't recall any of that kind of stuff in the Moore administration, although apparently Farha had some ex- issues there too. He was. I did a lot of issues. Let's put this way. He had a lot of issues, and with and, you and, people, <laughs> <laughs> he. I didn't. I didn't use it in the story, uh, but he was basically. Not only was he not complimentary of Mike Tropy, he wasn't complimentary of Kyle Moore. Um, you know, like I said, Bob heard it. I mean, he he had a lot of things that he wanted to talk about and kind of just get off his chest. And I had actually had lunch that I was supposed to go to at 11:45, and at 11:38, I'm looking at my phone and I'm going, I'm not going to quite make it to lunch on time. <laughs> but it was like okay i gotta break this off i mean because he was just he was rolling and 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 i mean i'd gotten i'd gotten what i needed but i think i think mike wasn't was willing to talk for quite some time he was he was he's very upset the i mean i just you know when when you when you post this on our website tomorrow morning the answer to this question will already have been answered but as we sit here now it's who's going to get in line behind farha and say yeah you're doing it wrong, Mayor. Mike, I'm all behind you, Mr. Farha. Or are they just going to thrash him at the meeting and then end up voting for it? And it'll be 15 minutes and they just vote for the budget and move on. And it was just a little mini cloud burst and we move on. Is is Trope, is Trope reading the Money River News article and doing damage control behind? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, when people ask me about Mike Trope, I always say he returns my phone calls. He, he answers every question I give him. You know, I'm not here to, well, I mean, I guess I am in, in some way, but for the most part, I, I don't, you know, I, I just report how he 
manages the city. Right. I don't opine about how he manages the city. And he re responds to every question I have, every meeting I've ever set up. He's been polite to me. Because um, you're so doing have, because you're doing real journalism. That's well. That's, I don't know about that, but he's, but, but I've had <laughs> I've had no problems with Mike. Yeah, Trope. I mean, he's I've never snapped at me. I've never snapped at him. We have a good a good working relationship, and I've written things about him that have been critical. Have been critical, and I've written been very, you know very, very complimentary. Columns he's been, that have been, he's been great, and he's but yeah, he no he and he understands that part of the job is I have to deal with the media so I will deal with them straightforward and this is what well you know we ask him a question he answers it I mean he really has I mean and there's been times where we have gone where people have said well the mayor said so-and-so like in third hand it's like well we need to check with the mayor on this so we call him he goes oh yeah or oh no so he's been again really responsive when we need you know something from him we've you know interviewed him several times here um but you know the the, the thing is though his constituency that he, you know, aside from just the city, the constituency that he has are those 14 people and he needs to get eight people to agree with him. You know, when I, I, I was uh, meeting with one of the aldermen, I met, uh, I actually saw him at dinner last night. I went to Kelly's and ran into one and, and, and he, he brought up a really interesting thing that I think not everybody always thinks about. He had a flow chart of the city of Quincy that is put out by the city of Quincy. And at the top of the flow chart, it says 14 aldermen. And underneath that, it says mayor. And I I thought that was really, I mean, it really simplifies things. The mayor really isn't in charge. The 14 aldermen are in charge. And I, I'm just curious tonight if, if they're going to come out and say, okay, that's enough. We we are we don't like how you're doing this, and we're going to show you how to do it. I mean, it, this that this meeting could go a hundred different ways tonight. Well, I can't wait to see the results of that meeting. So, what time's the meeting? Seven. Seven. So, mm -hmm. if, if you're listening to this, it, it was seven p.m. last night, and uh, it'll be yeah. I can't wait to see what happens. Um, what do you think generally about uh, cities? And kind of speaking of like cities and city government, uh -huh. have you uh, seen what's been happening in other cities? Have, ha have you taken note of that Chicago mayor? And I know this isn't local, but I'm kind of tying into, mm -hmm. I think that new Chicago mayor is kind of something else. Have you when you say something else, define that. Yeah, so something else meaning, uh, I think Chicago got rid of, you know, I mean, I'm not saying we're getting rid of our mayor here. I'm right, not saying right. that. Um, uh, but I'm saying that the the mayor from Chicago, the Lori Lightfoot, mm -hmm. I think was the mayor's name. Yes. And that mayor's gone because Chicago didn't like something about that mayor. Maybe one of them was, uh, maybe she wasn't standing up to crime. Maybe she wasn't, maybe she was too uh, left even for the city of Chicago. And then enter in the new mayor who is way worse. More left. He's more left than Lori. More Lightfoot. left. I mean, he is. Yeah. He. Oh, yeah. He's. He. He's more left. He's. Uh, pretty much in so many words. I'm paraphrasing. So when people go and rob a Walmart or go destroy the Mag Mile downtown, mm -hmm. he'll say things like, "You know, you gotta be a little bit more understanding of these people." So, you know, I think what's happening in city government all over the place. So tying back into Farha. So we have an alderman who's who's looking around at our his own city government and thinking, 
do not like this. And so it'll be really interesting again to see who falls behind. Yeah. Or or maybe starts leading from from the front. Because I mean, I think Farha, I I've had my own problems with Farha just not I think with anybody who's ever I like dealt him. With him. Yeah. I mean, I, he's I like him. very opinionated. Yeah, I've got no problem talking with him. Yes. And I don't talk to him hardly very very rarely. I just don't have a problem with him personally. I don't have a problem with anybody on the on the city council personally, but but sometimes city council members, aldermen, older persons will do and say things that I'm just like, ah, oh, geez, no, you know, like we, we, we had an alderman uh, during COVID that said that he wanted to put up this fascist thing and start, you know, taking you, people's water away ta- from taking them. people's water away from any one reelection. So, yeah. Yeah. See, so, you know, so, so there you go. But, um, but I, you know, that's, I, I think that's Mike Farha is, bombastic that's the word that comes to my mind you like that word that's a good one. i mean I like he's that. just you just never know you know when, when when the mayor at the end of a meeting starts when he starts uh you know mr alderman do you have anything to say before we wrap it up and he goes around the, the shoe the horseshoe there and he gets the mic and you there are days he goes nope i'm good and there are days he starts quoting 18th century literature or I mean, he, you just don't know. Something I would do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a, a few city council meetings ago, Farha, during new business, is there any new business? He goes, yeah, you know, uh, I need like six or seven laptops just for like random people. Uh, can we pull that out of the food and bev fund? Did you he hear him say that? that? No. He said that. What was that? Everybody in the room. Oh, yeah. Oh, he said it. I don't remember. I was, I was in the room. And people, everybody looked at it. There, and, 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 and it was a packed room. You were there, actually. It was the it was the day I gave that speech about the promenade. Josh Craig gave the speech. You were there covering it. I, there's been a, there's been a lot of those, those have, meetings. You, well, you may have excused yourself the last fifteen seconds sure. of the meeting, <laughs> which would make sense. Sure. Uh, but yeah, during that meeting, during uh, new business, he goes, "Ah, I need laptops. So we're going to pull it out of the food and bev." And he and he did it. I mean. Brett was in there, so you know it's probably ain't it, Brett. <laughs> but, I don't know. He was also talking about a certain person in the thing too. I don't know who that was either in his uh, rant in Farha's rant. Oh, don't uh, go down. Don't go down that road. <laughs> oh, there, there are lots of things, and 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 I, I didn't use quite a bit of it because it really wasn't germane right. to what we were talking about. But again, Mike just—it was open mic night, <laughs> and he just—he just rolled, you know, and and um. I hope that, you know, I haven't talked to him since the story appeared on our website. I, I hope he looks at it and goes, yeah, that's pretty much, you know. Well, it was. That, that, that's pretty <laughs> much what I said. I mean, it, it was what he said because I haven't recorded. But I, I hope he's happy with the, my reflection, my recollection of, of, of what was said that night. I, you know, tonight's going to be a very interesting step as to I – mean, I, I may be totally overblowing this – but the next two years of the of the Trump administration, the, tonight may be a really big step as to how that's going to go. Well, I, who knows? Maybe the mayor is going to go. Yep, he's right. I'm out. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. And I and I, and I, and I, and I but I think your point was great in regard to. I, I just think that the aldermen, they sort of shoehorned themselves yeah, into totally. a corner. Totally. It's like they they want something to happen, but they. 
don't have they, they can't hold anything but, over his head right now except the passage of the budget there was no political strategy to any of this this is all just again just no 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 it's the old bud camp strategy no 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 there was no there was no political strategy there was no hey if we want to make this happen we need to do this and we and this is how we can really hold his feet to the fire and put the onus on him sounding like someone who might have been a political Run a campaign once. or two. So, um, yeah. So I just look at that and it's like, why? It was again to me. It was like I thought of this like a few weeks ago when they're having issues. I'm like, well, if you want, if you wanted to do it, the hammer, not the hammer of justice, the hammer of budget is coming up. You have that hammer to say. Mm. You know what? I mean, Farha definitely. Um, and I, I'm not even trying to take sides with this comment, but he's definitely saying things that other people in that council think. For sure. Oh, well, I, and you know, he had the stones to do it. He's the leader so, saying it first. Yeah. So, so now yeah. we'll see how the meeting goes. Right. And, 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 and I also think that, you know, he's saying that the feedback that he's getting from his constituents, the feedback that he's getting from the people on the streets is, I, I don't, I don't like what he's doing. You know, I mean, he's, he, he, he made the comment, you know, he's not popular. Not that popularity is, is what I'm, what you should be worried about because then he also went on to say i don't give up about what everybody thinks about me either but he he's he's saying i'm getting feedback from the populace of the city and they don't like him man well, is gonna, that true they're gonna name know. a tree after him in washington park someday <laughs> <laughs> about who after who which one mike Far which mike Far now, let me ask you the two the two of you this the fact that this is a republican dominated council and this is a republican mayor who's being chastised by a, the leading republican alderman and one of the aldermen well, i mean in fact is an, an, of the of the seven no votes rich was richie reese was a democrat and i don't think any other patty deep, maples didn't vote against patty it? maples voted against okay. it yeah i thought she did that's right um what is that is there anything that can be read into that as in the the future of the Republican our, Party? In our Adams local County? party politics are so fractured in both parties mm -hmm. because you've got the I, I wrote about this months ago the Tea Party faction, tea, lack of a better term, more conservative faction, sure. and you've got the more business, more moderate. You know, the Tea Party people will call them the rhinos. Um, then you've got the um, old school Schultz Democrats, I guess you could call them. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the wokesters. So you've got these four factions. four factions. I mean, you had you had the vice chair of the Democratic Party run against an, a, a writing campaign against an incumbent alderman. So what the hell there and now you've got this on the council where a republic a, a mayor a republican mayor with a heavily republican ad, advantage um on the council can't get this done so our local party politics you know and i i ran into both uh, uh kate daniels and uh dave Bockel during the re when they were doing the account for uh oh, the, for the, vote. the seventh ward race and you know they were cordial and everything i talked to both of them and it was fine but you could tell dave was just you know when, when there were people who were there because it was a pretty good group of the more conservatives showed up and you know dave's not their favorite person sometimes and oh I, there was some already, bristling you already saw the recount, recount. yeah oh, yeah for heaven's it's sake, like stop yeah, it no i mean the votes were counted so and again i that was it was an incredible give give kudos to ryan kneecamp because it was an incredibly transparent process i was asked to 
where do you want to go? What do you want to see? Well, let's see anything. And that's all I ask. Yeah. Unlike the uh, <clears throat> Tim Bleefnick motions, I can see a lot of them. Well, so. We can go down that road too. <laughs> but I, what I, I sort of throw that out there because I just found it interesting that when I after the meeting was over and I found Richie Reese and and Fletcher standing outside the chambers and I asked them the same question and they almost echoed each other's words about the, the lack of communication from the mayor's office. And it just made me, do we need D's and R's to run city council? You know, many, many they, communities in Illinois are, have nonpartisan yeah. municipal elections. I mean, could I, you I imagine think, the I idea, idea trying to do that? I think that we're going you? down that road. You I really, really do. I could see that now a lot of old school Republicans are like, Jesus, we didn't have the mayor's office for 30 years. And now they're talking about this nonpartisan thing. And, you know, former mayor John Spring, even when he was in uh, in power as a mayor, he's like, I think we should have nonpartisan elections here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, that just allows the people who want to scream rhino or woke even more oh he's really so and so and but i mean yeah springfield no peoria no chicago no they are not partisan elections so again and the old adage was there's no republican democrat way to fix a pothole just get the pothole fixed yeah right. there's no different you know there's and no it's funny because my trash it used to be i remember when peggy cram ran for treasurer and she was going door to door and i had this conversation with her and, and her and her husband donnie our friends and someone asked her about abortion like, and this was what, 20 years ago when she first ran for treasurer? Uh-huh. And she goes, well, I don't think I'm ever gonna have to deal with that. And I don't really think the Quincy City Council's ever have to deal with it. You know what? We may be approaching a point where there might be an abortion vote in Adams County or the Quincy City Council, the way politics are. When you look nationally and you look at all these other cities and counties and states who are doing their own individual things to try to either, pro- either protect the right to choose or to eliminate it, the day we, I think the day could come where the Quincy City Council is going to have to cast a vote on abortion. You know, I do think I was, crazy. Not, prepared. I was not prepared for this discussion to go down that road. Let's I wasn't either, but but you may have a point. And, 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 well, you do have a point, and you may be right. You know, the thing about um, like the city council member that just won re-election that was calling to possibly take people's water away. Mm-hmm. You want to know. Um, if someone has a D after their name, it, the chances of, of, of electing somebody, it, there is a transparent thing. I mean, right. what, no, so what you're, David, what you're talking about is there's a, a kind of a bipartisan effort like, to stay on the same page mm-hmm. or this idea of, of Reese and Fletcher mm-hmm. echoing each other to different very absolutely very different people absolutely together in a bipartisan effort to say the same thing Uh, but there is uh there's some pros and cons to putting the r's and d's after people's names just because they're labels that kind of can uh, denote but it's how somebody votes it's funny because you know you would when we're talking about the whole classification earlier richie reese is your classic schultz democrat sure and some people would think that Uzalak would be your more lefty woke democrat but apparently not because an even farther left democrat ran against him so ben even ben Uzalak wasn't liberal enough for certain members of his own party and then of course Jack Jack Holslog would be a Jack, actually uh, the actually the the four four of the five Democrats on the city council are really more conservative Democrats. Mm-hmm. Ben is the only one who is probably leans a little more left than all of them. But Ben and um, 
Jack work well together. Oh, absolutely. Uh, ben yeah. helped Jack, you know, helped with his campaign, his campaign a lot. The old school Democrats, the Jeff Jansons of the world, were also helping in Ben's campaign. So, I mean, he had a real Democratic Party effort behind him to retain that seat. So, you know, they they did come together in that regard. But again, I guess Ben, now that he is, you know, getting ready to be a two term city councilman, I guess he's maybe too establishment for even some of the more liberal members of his own party. God help us. Because Ben has the ability to work with conservatives supposedly aside from the dumb remark he made about the shutting off the water i haven't seen anything about yeah, him that neither, has been uh, everything he's been he's really been but i know some people complain about him not returning phone calls but people were complaining about a lot of aldermen who don't return phone calls so i don't think he is alone in that so right right yeah so well this is. was fun do you have anything else to talk about before well, you I mean, go to a- your happy dappy <laughs> city council meeting <laughs> i like i said i just think this is going to be this could be fascinating. It could be 15 minutes and I'm out. I, I just don't know. I wish I could predict. I know Frankie would like to talk about uh, you know, President Biden announcing his reelect, but we can save that for another day. Yeah, we'll save it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, David, thanks for uh, sitting in. And uh, I'm sure one of the ladies or somebody will be back next week. And uh, we appreciate You're sort of dismissing Ashley. I think she's a very integral part I, of I'm it. I'm not saying she's not. Well, you just sort of said, well, we'll have one of them back. I, just, I don't know what Ashley's schedule is. She's busy. She's okay. jet-setting around the country in her other job that does pay a little better than we do. So, you know, she might have other stuff to do but we'll welcome her back as well so anyway thanks guys for pitching in we'll talk to you next week thanks bye